These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Hunter business leaders called for New South Wales to introduce a domestic gas supply reservation policy. The call comes in response to last week's Energy Minister's meeting in Canberra. Business Hunter CEO Bob Hawes said he's pleased to see work to lower gas and energy prices begin. Now that the feds and the states are all talking together, we've got some prospect of instead of the situation we've had over many years of the feds flip-flopping on a national energy policy, some way forward to get that more stable so that investors know what sort of certainty they're investing in in terms of the renewables market. The Air Race World Championship won't make it to Lake Macquarie later this year, citing the impact of COVID-19 and global economic concerns. The state government put in $2.5 million to help get the November race off the ground. Lake Macquarie Economic Development Corporation Dantia CEO Josh Sattler said they're hopeful the race could return in the future. Look, there is a possibility, but, but you know, we, we have to wait and see what, the, I guess, Air Race International decides to do for 2023 and where those events will be. Obviously, the mountain of work that's been done on the ground here, it would be easy for us to pick it up and run it again in 2023, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see what they want to do. Police say two women at the centre of an alleged stabbing incident at Woodbury on Monday were known to each other. A 39-year-old woman was treated in Sedgenhoe Street by paramedics and was taken to the John Hunter Hospital in a serious condition with multiple stab wounds. Police arrested 37-year-old Kylie Ann Barker at the scene. She faced Maitland Court, charged with wounding a person with intent to cause grievous bodily harm and was refused bail to face court again on October 12. The Rathbines community is still coming to terms with the tragic death of a toddler in a driveway of a local home. Emergency services were called to Rosemary Row on Monday afternoon after the 22-month-old was struck by a car. Police are looking at the possibility the little girl may have silently wandered out of her family home before she was hit by the car as it was being reversed out of the driveway. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison told a PAC media conference he has no regrets about taking over the resources portfolio in order to stop the PEP 11 gas exploration project from going ahead off the Hunter's coast. He resisted calls to resign from politics from the government, Greens and some sections of his own party over his secret portfolio appointments. Former Resources Minister Keith Pitt was in favour of the project going ahead, but Scott Morrison said there was clear community opposition to the project. And I don't think anyone who went surfing up around Newcastle or the Central Coast would take any issue with a Prime Minister who lived up to his word and worked through the issue and made a decision that did not see that project or that lease to be extended. Singleton Council has completed a by-election after the December 21 election was ruled void by the Supreme Court due to a failure of the online voting system. All councillors elected in December kept their position, except for independent Belinda Charlton, who lost out to Labor's Sarah Johnston. Mayor Sue Moore says she's glad it's over and she's ready to get back to work. Quite surprised by that. Belinda Charlton actually did quite well in the December election, getting uh, elected to council for the first time, so it was very surprising that she missed out this time. Two Hunter residents were recognised for their bravery. Diver Dean Barrett from Cahiba received a commendation for brave conduct for saving a fellow diver at Port Stephens in January 2012, while retired police officer Tim Brown received a bar to the bravery medal for pulling an unconscious man from a car which crashed into a power pole at Heatherbray in June 2020, moments before it burst into flames. To NURFM Sport. In sport this week, it's been the week from hell for the Knights. After injured skipper Kalen Ponger and teammate Kurt Mann were filmed being thrown out of a toilet cubicle together with drinks in hand at the weekend. Ponger's father and manager Andre said his son had been celebrating buying a house and became sick after drinking too much, with Kurt Mann going into the cubicle to help him. 
Knights football manager Peter Parr fronted the media on Tuesday saying the matter has been referred to the NRL Integrity Unit. We haven't uh, discussed any punishment yet because we don't know if there's any punishment that we had. You know, we run the process, uh, work out exactly what's happened or what hasn't happened and then make some decisions there. But we don't have to make any decisions on, on that yet because uh, the process hasn't been finalised. Cessnock Goanna's centre Jared Anderson copped a three-match ban for a shoulder charge during the club's loss to Maitland last Saturday. The 24-year-old won't take the field again this season unless the club reaches the decider on September 11. Meanwhile, Pickers back rower Pat Matautia has escaped suspension after defending a high tackle charge. And Lake Macquarie cliff diver Rhiannon Ifland claimed a victory in Norway, her third of the World Series. The 30-year-old was handed three nines from the judges with 9.5s on her fourth dive, sealing the win. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.